Hi, this is Experience the World, the Izango podcast, and I'm Ria Chakravarti. And joining me is Gavin Darwin. Hi, Gavin. How are you? Hello. Live from England. Yes, I'm. I'm very well. How are you? All well. All well. Uh, is it so very I'm... hot in India? Uh, it is. It's burning. It's forty-two degrees. So oh, oh my! <laughs> That's too hot. Uh, so yeah, I heard uh, you recently had a quite a fascinating chat with uh, one of our bloggers. I did, indeed. So what was it about? Well, um, what people are about to hear is um, Elisa is one of our um, regular contributors to the guidebook, our, our blog, and she um, suffers from. A number of allergies. Oh, okay. So, um, yeah, unfortunately for her. Pregnantly interesting, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, but she, she luckily she still manages to travel uh, and travels quite extensively. So, um, this is her her take on how to how to travel, even though you do have allergies. Oh wow! Because I, I'm really. Because I have sun allergy and I live in India. Yeah, that's not yeah, good, so is it? Most of the places, it's yeah, and I live in a tropical place. When it's mm. sunny all year round, so definitely, that will be interesting. Yeah, I'm sure some of her tips will be useful for yourself. Hello and welcome to Experience the World, the Isengo Travel Podcast. Uh, my name's Gavin Darvell. I'm here in central London, Southwark actually, on the south bank of the River Thames. And with me today, I have Eliza Wozlik. Or how do you pronounce your name properly? Vasilik. Vasilik. There we go. You did well. Thank you. Thank you. Well, welcome to the podcast. Hello. Um, do you want to just explain to our listeners who you are and how you are associated with Isengo? Sure. So, I well, I guess I started off with um, having my own travel blog, which also, um, well, I also talk about allergies as well, so how to travel with allergies and solo traveling, especially female solo traveling as well. Um, I met Gavin. I met you at one of the events. A blogger event, wasn't it? A blogger event, yes. And since then, we just kind of started talking and I started writing for Isango. And that's been really, really fun. And yeah, and now we're here. And you're very popular on there, so... (laughs) Um, So yeah, Ellie writes lots of articles for us on the guidebook. Yes. And she's uh, very kindly... Um, giving up her time. Um, it's on pre-Good Friday, isn't it? Pre-Easter weekend, so you know everyone's excited for a long weekend, aren't they? So uh, definitely, I'm actually you. flying tomorrow. So. Are you really? Oh, there you go. Are you going back to Poland? Yes, yes, I am. Yeah. Lucky you. Yeah. <laughs> so in this episode, we are going to talk about. Um, you, you just mentioned it. Mentioned it briefly, um, which is allergies and, and being able to travel across the globe and being able to enjoy it I suppose without having 
to end up in hospital and, and all sorts. Oh and no, that did happen once. Okay, I'm sure you're <laughs> going to tell us. Yeah. So do you want to explain exactly what allergies you, you suffer from, if you, if you can? Yeah, sure. So I guess the main one for me, especially when I'm traveling to hot countries, is the sun allergy, which a uh, shortcut for it is PMLE. And basically, um, when I'm in the sun for too long, actually it doesn't have to be too long at all, I get quite a bad reaction, skin reaction. Um, so I need to be extremely careful with that. Um, that means that I need to bring very specific sun creams with me, as well as other medicines such as um, tablets and just kind of lotions and all that kind of stuff. So, so it's not just a simple case of slapping on some special sun. It kind no. of goes way beyond. Yeah, yeah. And if I don't have it under control, which sometimes is pretty difficult, um, it can get a bit tough, you know, to kind of heal again. Um, but other than that, usually, I mean, mostly my allergies are just skin allergies, um, unless I'm around dogs, which can affect my breathing quite a bit as well. So I guess it's kind of like asthma, quite similar as well. Um, but that I kind of try and stay away from dogs, so sure. that doesn't usually But that happen. can't be easy. No, it's not. It's not, especially if you obviously see little cute dogs and you just want to pet them, so yeah. So pet cafes are not for you. Definitely not. No, no. So let's um let's go start then with the the sun. I mean obviously you like travelling. Yeah. Um. So how how do you prepare then? Let's say you're going to somewhere warm in Asia or I don't know somewhere in the Mediterranean. Yeah. Where it's always or mostly sunny. Yeah. What do you do? How do you prepare? So actually, the first time I was going away, uh, which was actually America, the US, um, I was going away for a month and I was researching all these different things that I could do, all the different products that I could use just to help me, just anything to help me. But I actually struggled quite a lot to find anything there, so which is why I actually created my blog, one of the reasons. Um, and you know, throughout all these years, I just started discovering all the things that do help me, and you know, like little tips and tricks. And I guess the main, my main thought was just I do not want travel, my allergies to stop me from traveling. So I just learned all these different <laughs> ways that I can kind of, you know, uh, not stop it completely because I can't stop it completely, but just have it under control. So. I always make sure that I have my sleeping bag liner with me, which is not something that people usually have. It's literally, I call it my safety blanket, and that's actually not for my sun allergies, but just allergies in general, um, because I'm also allergic to washing powders and loads of stuff like that too. Um, so, so you have to sleep in that wherever you go? Yes, even right. if I go and stay at my friend's house, I always bring it with me. Okay. Um, but going back to the sun allergies, I know which sun creams work for me now, so I always make sure I bring extra, actually. Um, I also um, I also always have a picture of this special injection that I might need, and I've learned that the tough way. Um, and. I also have it written down as well, and usually in different languages too, depending on where I'm going to. But the picture usually helps because it has the kind of like you know the Latin. I think is it oh, Latin. Oh yeah, um, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, so... Kind of medical term. For exactly, it. yeah. So that, whenever I show it to any doctors, they know straight away what I need. Um, so I was just making sure that I've got any medicine that I need or I might need if things get worse. Um, but yeah, just kind of, you know, throughout all the years, I just learned what I need and it, it's just like my second nature now, so... Yeah. I mean, that's, that must be quite a bag full of stuff. It is, yeah. And, and I suppose you have to show that at customs, do you? Or, um, or do you have a special letter to say, no, I need I never, this medication or whatever? I was never actually stopped at the airport. No. Um, the only time was when I was travelling around Asia and I was living out there for almost two years. And if I would do like any visa runs or anything like that, then I only had my uh, hand luggage. So actually, in general, I only had a backpack, which was only 36 liters. So I had to fit everything in there, which meant when I was going from one country to the other, I couldn't actually have a lot of supply of my sun creams. So I had to make sure that I would put it all in like 100 milliliter bottles, which was the very tough part. Um, but it kind of, I don't know, you just make it work, you know? It literally, that's, yeah, you just somehow make it work. I actually had my mum sending me more sun creams to Thailand um, before I realised they have boots in Thailand where I could actually buy a sun cream that I need as well. So that's another thing. You can actually look up different shops that they have and like Thailand is very good for it as well as any other, many other countries as well. So is it worth just kind of researching if that country has the right sun cream yes. before you travel yeah just it, in case it might be a little bit tricky for example if you're going to a country like Myanmar Burma mm -hmm. you know I mean they don't have shops like that uh, so for a country like that you just have to make sure that you've got what you need and I mean if it's if you're worried about having only hand luggage then buy actual luggage you know and just take full size sun creams when I went to Myanmar I was already kind of experienced I guess I don't know I knew what I need and what I can get away with so I didn't have a normal luggage with me but if, if you're going for the first time for example then definitely just make sure you have extra yeah so when, when you when did you first realize what happened the first time that you knew that you had this allergy because I, I imagine it's like people when they try foods don't realize they have an allergy till they've tried it I yeah. suppose I don't know but it was really weird actually I think I was around 14 years old and I went to Poland and I only had my normal allergies which were just kind of like the washing powders and stuff but I never heard of sun, sun allergy before and I went to Poland everything was fine and then I came back to the UK and all of a sudden I was during summer all of a sudden I started getting this reaction and I had no idea what it was and then I figured out that obviously only happens when I'm in the sun and I just kind of connected it. The hardest part was that the doctors never really helped me with that. And I mean, they helped me with, you know, giving me the medicine that helps. Um, but healing it, it's not something that I think ha they have any kind of anything that will help you heal just yet. Hopefully that will happen soon. But um, yeah, so it was literally just out of nowhere just happened one day and wow. since then yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow so how long can you actually stay out in the sun I mean I suppose 
Is this more to do when you're, if you're sunbathing on the beach or something, or, or is it just in general whenever you're walking around? So there's different types of sun allergies. My one actually, some people might think is really bad, but I'm, I'm very glad that it's not worse because, um, so I don't stay, I literally, even if it's really sunny outside, I will not go outside without putting sun cream on. Even if it's a bit cold, but it's sunny, I will always put sun cream on. So for example, I don't have to put it on my face, the truth, uh, too much, unless I'm literally like sunbathing, which I don't. Um, but yeah, if I'm gonna wear a short sleeve t-shirt or uh, shorts, then I absolutely have to put sun cream on, even if it's for 10 minutes. Um, and then depending on the temperature, depending on how strong the sun is, I look at that and then kind of just know, by now I kind of know how, what the factor needs to be and, you know, just, yeah, how, how strong of a protection I, I need, sure. yeah. I mean, do you sometimes just wear long sleeves and have to sit on the beach or walk around knowing that you've got to wear long sleeves all day um, or a big hat or whatever? I don't, so that's why I feel lucky because mm. I feel like I've already kind of found out what, how far I can take it. So I, I don't usually sunbathe, I don't stay on the beach for too long because no matter how many sun creams I will use, I will still get a reaction um, unless I only stay for a little bit. I just try and stay in the shade. I thankfully I don't have to literally cover up because like that's the thing with the different levels. Some people cannot even stay inside with a light bulb on hmm. because it's actually you're being allergic to the strong uh, light. So it's not necessarily the sun. It's just a really strong light. So for me it's the sun but some, for some people it's literally just being inside the house and they need special light bulbs wow. so that's why I'm really I feel really lucky mm. because I'm not that bad you know so it's just kind of just trying to be grateful for you know how it is now and how it's not as it's not as bad as it could be so, yeah, yeah yeah wow and so the other allergies you have are again just remind us oh there's so many um so <laughs> I, I used to have a lot of food allergies, uh, but I've just been trying to literally train myself to ease into eating the foods that I was allergic to, so I'm much better with food allergies now. But for example, tomatoes, I used to be extremely allergic to them, but now I, I can tell straight away if the tomato is organic or not, for example, because if the tomato is like real, for example, from my granddad's garden in Poland, straight away I'll get a reaction. Whereas if it's from someone like Tesco, not to, you know. <laughs> um, but if it's not organic, um, then I can actually get away of eating it. Um, so I'm also allergic to different washing powders, different fabrics. So I actually mainly just wear cotton clothes. Um, uh, and then actually when I'm traveling, I always have my Turkish cotton towel with me. Um, because that doesn't, um, it doesn't, yeah. Like your skin. Yeah, exactly. Um, hay fever, I have hay fever. <laughs> uh, yeah, just different plants. Sometimes I would sit on the grass and if the grass is not, I don't know if it's a certain type of grass, I will get a reaction. There's just so many things. I don't even know myself fully what it could be. You know, it's just, yeah, just being extra careful with literally everything. Mm. And, yeah, but then also just trying to be positive and not being, you know, there's a difference between being careful and then being paranoid. So I used to be really paranoid, but since I kind of just stopped that, it got much better as well. So.
it's all in well a lot of it is in your mind too once mm. you but the brilliant thing is you've been able to get out there and travel and it's not holding you back. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That's that's my big thing. You know, I don't want it to hold me back and I see it as a lesson, you know. And if I can help someone that goes through the same because I know how I felt when I was looking for all these things and I couldn't really find much there. And, you know, I, like I get messages I even got like a girl wrote to me today saying I just found your blog and oh my god thank you so much because I literally can't find anything that helps me and she said she hasn't traveled properly like till now well not yet because she's worried about the allergies but like my blog inspired her that she can do it and that to me is just you know it's just yeah. that's why you do it I suppose isn't exactly it? yeah, yeah. yeah. So. It can be done, it can be done, you just, yeah. So what are your top tips for being able to travel and see the world yeah. knowing um, that you have different allergies or whatever? Um, so I guess tip one is just try and get your head around what you're actually allergic to roughly. I mean, obviously I said I don't know all of my allergies, but just the main things, you know. So I know sun allergy, washing powders, different fabrics, so I would actually make sure that I'm covered when it comes to this so the main thing I will always bring with me is that um, sleeping bag liner uh, and it also is 100% cotton you can get a silk one cotton one takes more space but I need cotton you know then I've got the Turkish, uh, Turkish cotton towel as well which I just I don't go anywhere without that and I got my sun creams um, so just have your necessities just have them with you especially if you're kind of starting off traveling have extra and don't worry about the weight I mean if you need to pay more pay more it's just if, if it's going to give you a peace of mind then do it you know um, but also um, it's really useful as I mentioned before just to have a list of what you need in general because you might like I lose stuff all the time especially when you're backpacking so just have extra and I would always put extra bits in different um, so I would have my tablet and my backpack and my little bag and my main backpack just in case and I will always go basically through all of it you know because I will just end up losing half of it so just have extras everywhere and also have the pictures of the medicine that you need as well as the list of what you need and you can just go to a pharmacy and like when I lived in Taiwan I ran out of my uh, of my tablet so then I would just go to pharmacy they didn't know the name so then I just showed them the picture and they could tell straight away what it was so just always have pictures as well and actually a really great uh, tip is if you have food allergies have the Google Translator app but they have the picture version as well where you can take a picture and actually select uh, so for example Chinese you can select the Chinese characters and they will translate it for you which is the best app that I found out there for translating so that's that's a really good one for food especially yeah brilliant thank you very much Ellie <laughs> no worries my pleasure thank you <laughs>so uh, Ria, what did you think to what Ellie was talking about? Uh, she is a rock star, seriously. Uh, I don't know how is she surviving with so many allergies. <laughs> it's not funny. It's uh, not taking me wrong. It's, it's, uh, you know, I want to sound wrong when I say that. But yeah, she is an inspiration with so many uh, problems. Uh, 
but her passion for travel is yeah. amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, for sure. And then it, it's never gonna hold her back, is it? From from exploring and traveling around the world. Dog, I would just run into words, mm. words and try to cuddle. Yeah. <laughs> so. And and is it? Did you say you have some allergies as well? Oh uh, yeah, I have a sun allergy. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I'm sometimes allergic to seafood. So, right. But uh, yeah, this, but if it's quite uh, funny, it generally if the seafood is uh, if it's stale, if it's a fresh uh, uh, catch, then it's perfectly fine. But if it's stale, then yeah, I get a stomach ache and I have to you know search for a hospital. Yeah, pain, yeah. Pain the bromura. I actually have to take an injection for it. Yeah, so so how? Yeah. yeah. So how did you realize you had this allergy? allergy? Uh, it was uh, during one of my trips uh, to Sri Lanka uh, mm-hmm. that uh, I just had food and before that I, I've had seafood, not that I never had it. But it was there in Sri Lanka that after eat, having my lunch I, I was uh, ill. I was yeah. ill and then uh, I didn't know what exactly so there I just, just popped in pills and uh, uh, fixed it. But then after I got back to Delhi after a few months, uh, I again had seafood and again faced the same problem. Right. And then, then, then I realized that yeah, there's something wrong. Uh, but uh, like, interestingly, if I have uh, seafood at home, then I'm perfectly fine. It's only when I'm out. Then I mm. realized after a test, a blood test, that it's basically stale seafood that I have. Yeah. Yeah, I, I feel very lucky that my only allergy is a little bit of hay fever. Oh, okay. And, and that disappeared after a while. So I used to have it quite bad, and then I moved to Japan and okay. it disappeared. And even after returning to the UK, um, I, I don't get it as bad as I used to, that's for sure. So, I feel very lucky. Yeah. But I feel lucky after listening to Wedding. Yeah. <laughs> nothing can go worse than that. Yeah, so I think, I think the, the moral of the story is... Um, try to see how you can get around your allergies and 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 still go for it don't kind of hold back i suppose isn't it yes and, definitely and be prepared with all your medicines hmm. uh, you know you have some allergy best cure is the best medicine yeah definitely um so yeah thank you very much to ellie um she will be back again soon with another um chat which is about female solo traveling so that will be an interesting
okay guys i hope you enjoyed listening to ellie uh, we would love to hear your experiences share it uh, in the comments section to read more of her blogs and travel tips and suggestions you can check out uh, isango's official blog isango.com/theguidebook and for So yeah, lots of good stuff on there, isn't it? People. Oh yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And for exciting things to do around the world, log on to our website www.isango.com. Till then, happy listening. Yeah. Thanks, Gavin. Bye, everyone. Bye.